All right, somebody say hit it. Hit it! Once again, to give you the latest and greatest news and views of the LGBT world. And once again, I'm joined by my assortment of various gay individuals who have been so kindly to put up with me for yet another week. So in no particular order, please welcome back the one, the only, the guy who actually helped me with my Christmas list just five minutes ago, JT. Hey, how's it going? Very good. Um, And... You know him as our, you know, our pastored endeavoring Clint, a clergyman, Mr. Brother Sinatus. Good evening. Good evening, sir. And, of course, he's from that great white state up north, and I'm sure... Are, have you got any snow yet there, David? Nothing really to talk about, just... No, nothing accumulated yet. All right. Well, he's from he's Not from the state. Finance. He's from the same state as Madonna, so he can't be all that bad. It's David the Blue Jeans guy. We can send Hello. some your way. Say what? Uh, no, th- we can send finance. some your your way. Send some snow. Say, Go ahead, David. Uh, the, uh, the Upper Peninsula probably already has snow. Uh, the Lower Peninsula not yet. Oh, I hit it when my lower plunge limits and I'm snow. <laughs> I know, right? All right. And then also we have uh, Mr. Uh, High Times himself, Mr. Joey from Cocktails and Cream Puffs. Hello, everybody. Everybody missed you last week. I have, you know, I'm getting caught up right now on episodes. I'm learning all these interesting things like David's getting an apartment. I'm so behind on the uh, This Week in Gay that that's where I am right now. So David just got an apartment and... I think it might be Halloween. I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, actually, most of the podcasts are about, well, hold on, before I get to that. Uh, let me introduce, I don't think we've had you on the show yet, Mr. Uh, Terminally Single Tim. Nope. Well, welcome to the show, sir. Hey. Welcome, welcome. I'm glad to be here. I haven't been podcasting much lately because I've been lazy. Well, it's that time of year when everybody sort of goes. <laughs> welcome to my world. Yeah, right? yeah welcome think... to JT's world. <laughs> it's been that kind of year, not that kind of month. I think mm-hmm. I last talked to you on the uh, Name We Shall Not Speak show. Oh. That was like two years ago, I think, was the last time I. So. But yeah, welcome. <laughs> and without what? any further ado, let's g- jump right into the news because we only have 50 minutes. So. Uh, as I pull up my new story. Oh, Tim, you get the first story. Well, I know. I got the the most uplifting one. <laughs> but um, well, wait, let me move that to the end. Hold on. <laughs> no, so uplifting. Um, the one this week. Do I read it or just tell about it? Uh, you can do either or. Well, generally, you can read it or say just you know to give give a synopsis, whatever you feel comfortable. I give a synopsis since it's only like two paragraphs. Okay. So. So in Scotland, hundreds mourned a young gay murder victim in Stuart Walker, which said that 9,000 inhabitants of the town turned out for his uh, memorial, which seems pretty cool when you get 9,000 people to turn out for a memorial. And uh, they had an 18-year-old man who's been charged with his murder, which is good because I know just recently, I don't know if you followed uh, 
I'm throwing something else in. Vegas with uh, the murder in Vegas last week. So last week, week for last. Who got last week? Yeah. So I know people in Vegas, and I know people who knew him. So it was kind of like what? So yeah. So it's kind of very interesting. So it's good to see people turning out for the funeral. Um, let's see. I read something here. I was going to say uh, death on October 22nd, which is described as one of the darkest in. Um, I'm not sure how to say the town's name. Tom Knox. Okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> Recent history. So, yeah. That, that's a good question. Do you, do, and the fans can can chirp in. Um, if there's anybody in the chat room, nobody in the chat room yet. Oh, Toppy Smelly's in the chat room. Um, do you guys want me to cover death stories? I'm not sure if, if, if I'm always trying to find. The positive stories, but is do you, as we go through and do these shows, do you guys want to hear the negative stories? And let me know. As I explained to you, Fox News, we don't edit the news; we just report it and comment on it. <laughs> so I really believe you're showing only one aspect of it. I'm off. I know, but I but now so so, oh, so the one thing I definitely do not want to cover is that A-list crap because I think that prep, you know that uh, that. Prep, uh, what's the word? Um, propagates all that BS from that, and it just makes us look bad as a gay community. So if it's I, it's news, you know. Yeah, but it's, but it's it's not news. Yeah, but news is sometimes sort of skewed by when people inject stuff into the news. You know what I mean? Like you know this whole thing with this guy who's a friend with Ann Coulter who's getting attacked by. Um, you know, people throwing rocks into his window because he's a conservative. I, I feel like that's injected into our news for a reason. I'm not sure. I don't want to endorse that. But I don't know. What What do you as fans want? So email me at info at This Week in Gay or comment on either the um, the show notes on the website or the Facebook page and let me know what you want to cover. We'll cover the negative stuff, although sometimes it's just, you know, it's sad. And I know I try. We try to keep the show lighthearted as all possible because we're already depressed enough because we're gay people. But <laughs> but um, but let me know if we should cover some of the stuff that you know is kind of depressing. So you know, all I'm going to say to you is I really believe that you have to cover the depressing stuff to make you realize sometimes what you have in this country or what you don't have in this country. That's a good point. Also, I would I'm all for the milestone deaths and stuff like that, so you can know the people that made things the way they are now. Well, do you mean like if like somebody gets killed, like, you know, like no. a... No, somebody dies of 80, at 87. Oh, okay. Yeah, who died? Somebody recently just died. I forgot to put them in the show notes this week. No, but I meant, I meant, did Anthony, do you mean like if somebody gets killed in a gay bashing? Yeah, the gay bashing stuff I'm nervous about talking about because I, it's it's sad. I, it's important. I think it's more important to let people know that it's still out there and you have to be aware of it okay. and you have to fight against it okay well then then i'll start including it i just you know it, it's it's very hard to do a um it's very hard to do a podcast to begin with but um to be tell me about it, <laughs> it, it it's it's i'm always torn because it's like i always want to i always want us to get progress forward but you're right joey that maybe we need to make sure we're alerting people of this of these particular things so but all right anyhow so there's your death story of the week so um Glad to hear a lot of people. Nine nine thousand people. That's pretty damn impressive. So, 
I agree. Um, I, I, I think that the fact that, you know, I, I, I think Antivira was talking about this too, the fact the younger generation, this is being gay is no big whim these days. I mean, there are still kids out there that are evilly programmed, but the, the majority of them just simply view it as nothing out of the ordinary. It's just, it just amazes me. So. Evilly programmed? I've never heard that before. I was pulling it out of my ass. <laughs> not everything I tell. Everything is a, not everything is prescripted. God damn it! All right, moving what on. Else? A friend there. Hmm. What was that, Joey? Go on. Oh, all right. Uh, afterwards. Next, next. Actually, the next story is yours. Okay, well, folks, out of Russia, Saint Petersburg consi- considers penalties for sharing pro-gay propaganda. St. Petersburg has become the third Russian city to consider imposing penalties for sharing materials that the government considers to be pro-gay propaganda. The draft law introduces fines for what is termed the propaganda of sodomy, lesbianism, bisexualism, and transgenderism to minors, and propaganda of pedophilia. Fines range from a minimum of 1,000 rubles uh, for an individual to 50,000 for a business, (laughs) The general manager of LGBT organization Coming Out Russia told the LGBT Asylum News, by coming out homosexuality, bisexuality, and transsexuality, I'm sorry, by combining, excuse me, homosexuality, bisexuality, and transsexuality into one law with sexual crimes against minors, members of the legislative assembly indulge in gross manipulations of public opinion. Their goal, to pass an anti-democratic law directed at at severely limiting human rights in St. Petersburg. We went through this with Texas several years ago. Wow. Is St. Petersburg that backwards? It's not that backwards. We went through this in Texas. Okay. Less than how many, you know, help me out here, David. You probably know more about this than I do. But it's not long ago that we just changed bestiality laws, which included sodomy. Let's see, sodomy, that was overturned. That was overturned in the court case by the Supreme Court. Yeah. yeah. Uh, by the hours? incident in Texas. It was recent, yeah. that it, that recent within yeah. the last 10 years that one of those laws was overturned that put homosexuality yeah. in the same spot as, sodom, as uh, bestiality. Yeah, I think it was, uh, I know it was before 2004 because... Um, Basically, it gave the Republicans something to campaign on. Campaign on. Yeah. Uh, and, oh, I remember um, those posters. It was a squirrel taking it up the ass. <laughs> what? What were these? Posters? Never mind. Go on. What were these posters? I'm kidding. Anyway, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember most of the details, but yeah, that was uh, basically the Supreme Court struck down every state's sodomy laws, uh, saying that it was an invasion of privacy. Yeah. It's not backwards when you consider that we just got through with that. And, you know, Russia is a is a fairly new country in the sense of its government being a democracy, quote unquote, is really new for them since they've went through a monarchy and went through a communist government. They're relatively a baby in the water. Hmm. Well, they yeah, but it, um, uh, Yeltsin left and uh, God, what's his name? The guy who's the Russian president now, he used to be KGB. So, essentially, the KGB is back in control of Russia. Right. So, good times by go. all. G- oh yeah. Uh, Toppy Smelly uh, says in the chat room, "I met Matthew Crehan Higgins in the park. He was waving a poster that proclaimed the end of sodomy laws in New York State." 
So I think he's saying maybe it was 2002? It's possible. Oh, that like Skype just exploded. I, oh, I guess JT. All right. I'll try. And that get sounds like Matt. Of course, he was probably advertising. So I'll try and get JT back here. So The president is Dmitry Med- Med- Medvedev. Is the current president of Russia. Maybe I'm thinking of someone else then. Well, it's, um, the, it's the prime minister now. He's. Oh, what's his name? Who the current prime minister? Yeah. Are you thinking of Putin? Putin. Putin. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Putin. It sounds okay. great with the accent. You're thinking of Putin? <laughs> I love that. All right. So it's. I don't know. I don't know if there's anything else we could say about that other than good luck to those LGBT allies in Russia. Please keep sending us your wonderful porn. Well, I mean, David, do you know anything about the situation in Russia right now? I mean. Is it, uh, as we've said, the KGB is currently, you know, essentially in office. Is it safe in that country? Is it a true democracy? Is it safe or is there still secret police and shit like that? Um, I wouldn't count on it being that safe. I mean, I know the the International Olympic Committee has allowed uh, Sochi to um, host the next Olympics. But I guarantee you they're keeping a very close eye on things. Got it. Because, yeah, uh, they, they will pull out if necessary. So, but I'm not so sure that I trust things. I mean, know, it's because, definitely a country I would like to visit. Oh, yeah, I'd love to visit it, too. But um, <laughs> I don't think I would trust them right now. Got it. Well, they have to have something going on because they send us such great porn. <laughs> So, so I mean, something something's got to be going on there, at least in the in the back alleys. All right, geez, crickets. All right, moving on to the next story. Say, are you thinking about Czech porn? That's different. No, there's Russian porn too. There's some, yeah, there definitely is Russian porn. Yeah, there's some very hot I, Russian I, guys. So, they just have a strong. Like... They just have a strong mafia over there. Probably very much the case. So. I mean, think so. It's relatively a new country. Right. I mean, truly. Well, when did when did the USSR fall? It was what ninety nine, ninety eight. Yeah, I mean, Something we're talking about twenty years, right? Yeah. So I mean, it's well, it's about ten, maybe. Yeah, it's it's probably under twenty years old. So, but I don't know. I'm not, I am nowhere near a politi- political major, so or or history major, so. Oh, I was a kid. I was taught to be like petrified of the idea of the Russians invading. Oh, me too. Me too. We had air raid drills. Me too. All the all the okay. was a red dawn. Uh, David, when you were a kid, it was a true threat. I mean. Well, yeah, but I lived in a town that uh, has a still has a plant that does. Um, uranium enrichment for the Navy's nuclear fleet. I mean, it's really? like I basically, oh yeah, my town might as well have had a giant set of uh, crosshairs painted on it. <laughs> uh, fact, well, I'll, I'll talk I'll talk about this toward the end. I don't want to interrupt the show, but there's actually a documentary being um, made about my hometown right now. Uh, oh, really? they're, uh, they're trying to fund through Kickstarter. Cool. Right. Yeah, but I'll talk about it later. Well, post the uh, post the uh, the link in the uh, when the show's posted for those who pick up the show later. We can uh, go look at the documentary. So, okay. All right, moving on, uh, brother Sinaitis, The next story is yours. Okay, Australian PM will allow ministers a conscience vote on gay marriage. 
Australian Prime Minister Julia Gillard has confirmed she will allow Labour MPs a free vote on gay marriage, but it is not believed the bill will succeed. Isn't the Premier... Say what? Sorry, isn't she a lesbian? Sure looks like one, I'll be honest with you. She's very pretty, though. Sorry to interrupt. Go on. I we'll, have to, we'll have to write Scotty. <laughs> Premier wrote in the the age that the conscience vote would allow MPs to decide according to their own values and beliefs on an issue that has divided her party. Mr. Gilliard is on record as opposed to the marriage equality, and sources say this did not mean she was cha- has changed her mind. In the past, she has said Labour MPs will not be allowed a conscience vote on the issue uh, if it is debated in Parliament. The party will debate the issue at its upcoming December conference. Um, Gilliard wrote, my position flows from my strong convictions that the institution of marriage has come to have a particular meaning and standing in our culture and nation that should continue unchanged. Okay, so she's a closeted lesbian. (laughs) No, there actually is an out lesbian who is one of the prime ministers or minister something in Australia. I'm looking it up right now. Okay. I think she's a deputy minister. There's one. I don't know. I'm checking. Okay. Go on. Go on, brother. Okay. I I mean, we don't have to go on. I think that that's pretty much Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, that was just about it. The rest of it's statistical stuff and the... uh, um, ooh, gay footballer Anton Hansen. Can, oh, you know, this is a problem when they say football. It's not necessarily American football, so I keep forgetting soccer over there. And uh, I was going to say, yeah, this is an Australian site, so. No, it's uh, Europe, I think, isn't it? United Kingdom? Oh, no, it's, 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 yeah, it's UK. Swedish star, tw- Swedish 20. Ooh. <laughs> so, Anton, yeah, a lot of, uh, there was a, whoa, the soccer star last week, and now the, uh, the football star, which I guess is pretty much the same thing, depending on what country you're on. Um, a lot of uh, sports people are coming out now as gay, which I guess is a good thing. It's a different senator. The senator or the minister is Penny Wong of the Australian Labor Party. She is the first openly gay sitting member of the us of the parliament. Oh, you know what? Here's something that I totally left out of our show notes. Let me post. What do you guys think of the... Um, Oh, and David posted uh, Acceptable Limits, the movie.com is uh, the documentary. Um, what do you guys think of the, the commotion about these ads that feature the world leaders and like the Pope kissing people that have been causing a lot of attention over in, uh, uh, in Italy and whatnot? Didn't the Pope really kiss somebody, though? He, I think he really kissed somebody, but I think they photoshopped someone else in. Like the one yeah. I'm looking at now is uh, uh, I, the leader of Japan, uh, China kissing Barack Obama. It happens. <laughs> oh, it just happens. <laughs> you know when you get a few drinks in, yeah. It would be nice if it just happened sometimes, so, but... I, 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 oh, go ahead, Joey. The real kiss was with what happened, so I don't see the issue with that. Oh, um, the real kiss with the Pope actually did happen? Wait a minute, is this true? I'll read the story. Italian clothing brand Benetton has withdrawn a manipulative image of the Pope kissing another man from its newly unveiled unhanged campaign after the Vatican protested. The altar image depicts the Pope Benedict uh, locked in a clinch with Sheikh Ahmed Mubahabajad Ela Tabid, 
a leading Egyptian theologian and in oh jeez. It's an Egyptian Muslim leader. Thank you. Yeah. The Vatican said this shows a grave lack of respect for the Pope and offense to feeling of believers. A clear demonstration of how publicity can violate the basic rules of respect for people. Bullshit. Uh, the picture has been blown up and draped over a bridge in Rome. Other pairings in this campaign include President Barack Obama and Venezuelan leader Hugo Chavez, whose picture was revealed in Milan. Obama and Chinese Paramount leader Hu Jiantu. Israel Prime Minister Benjamin Niachu and pa- Palestinian President Mahmoud Abbas, North Korean leader Kim, Gon- Kim Jong II, and South Korean President Lee Mubab. Oh, geez. Big long words. <laughs> Let's you just know- say Bob. <laughs> Anthony, I actually thought I actually thought the original one was a real picture. I know uh, they're done so well. The original one with the Pope with the Muslim Egyptian yeah, leader. I it's so too. quite honest with you, these people are nuts because the outcry that could have came out of the Muslim leaders, we saw the last time that somebody drew a picture of Allah what happened. I mean, this could have led to fucking World War Four. Oh, you know what? Then bring it on, because I'm not... If you're going to start criticizing people for Photoshop, and then you know what? Says, we'll blow I'm you up. not going to pick up a gun. What? Great. Moving on. <laughs> say what? What'd you say? It says you, bring it on, as you sit home as the battles fought abroad. <laughs> well, yes, but I will, <laughs> I will gladly stand over there to say, I support you from behind. <laughs> and I will support oh, you new. behind. <laughs> All right. Anyhow, uh, moving on to the next story. It's uh, oh, JT who got dropped off, and he must be having internet problems or whatnot. Um, I'll read this real quick. Jane Lynch says she feels bad for Brett Radner after his gay slur. The actress Jane Lynch said at the weekend that she feels bad for the director who said rehearsal was for fags. Lynch was speaking to E! Online at a gay charity event and said, I wasn't offended, I'm okay. She had, I think humor is such a personal thing, and you put a microphone in someone's face, they're going to say something that offends somebody. Rettner backed out of producing next year's 84th annual Oscar ceremony after making the gay slur at the press conference to promote the film promote a film. He apologized to have gotten a well-deserved earful from many of people I admire. Most of the industry expressing their outrage and disappointment over the hurtful and stupid things I said in a number of recent media appearances. The award-winning openly gay actress played a role of cheerleading coach Sue Sylvester on the show. Well, yeah, she's on Glee. Uh, earlier this year, Lynch said she did not think Hollywood was homophobic, but that gay actors will never land leading straight roles. So, yeah, you know what? I... I, I I'll, I'll take Brett Ratner's apology for that. I still want him to apologize for X-Men 3. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I you just, have a better chance of him apologizing for the slur. Yeah. I, I mean, he apologized. He was probably being off the cuff. And, you know, and quite honestly, I, I don't know. I did, That term is going to be changed so much over the next couple of years because it, it could be used – Nah, I don't want to be defending it. It's it, it's it was a it was a bad joke, but then again, Lisa Lapinelli makes jokes and calls people fags, and for some reason she's funny. I don't understand how that rule doesn't relate to her. But I think the difference is when a comedian actually has it set up where it's obviously tongue in cheek. It's different than somebody off the cuff when that's the first thing that comes to your mind. If the first thing that came from my mind was the N word, it was like, oh, that's for I can't even say it. 
that's different. I, I think it's always interesting when it's something that that just pops in your head and comes out of your mouth. That's the real you. So you're saying tongue in cheek, it's fine, but if it's tongue in cheek, it, is yeah. fine because you know you have it set up into an act. You know what right, I mean? Oh, right. I just did a bunch of black guys, except for the fags over there. Ha ha ha! <laughs> As opposed to the difference of, oh God, that is such a faggot thing. Oh God, that's not natural that people say that. That's not even funny. Yeah, yeah. The you, same rehearsals for fags. Yeah, Joey. You, <laughs> yeah, I actually will completely agree with you on this time because you you've hit it right the 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 nail on the head with that one. So, any other thoughts on this one, guys? Feel free to interject anything. <laughs> nah, he's stupid, but. Well, and I think it would be perfectly okay if he comes back the following year and does the whatever. Well, he could still – I think he could still do it. He apologized for it. Um, yeah. I mean no, – No, I, yeah. I just think he needs to grovel a little bit longer. Yeah. Well, well let him grovel. But, yeah. David, you still awake there? Yep, still here. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're not in your pantry studio anymore, but I still expect you to be somewhat involved. Okay. Yes, I just <laughs> nothing. Wasn't to say. No, I mean, you know, Jane Lynch says, "Okay, she wasn't offended." Okay, she wasn't offended. Okay, but, she's a know, lesbian. Jane she's Lynch, like a fag. <laughs> right. That's right. She's not a fag. She's a lesbian. <laughs> All right. Thank you for taking the word mouth, Joey. Oh, I'm sorry. That's <laughs> okay. Okay. Hey Dave, free. Dave, you're cutting out just a little bit. I think I think your um your bandwidth. We'll have to talk. We'll have to talk about getting you a bandwidth upgrade or something. So I'll I'll, I'll push some funds your way. I was about to say, Anthony's buying. Yay! Bandwidth for everyone. It's like it's like Oprah. You get bandwidth. You, you get bandwidth. Everyone gets free bandwidth. Yay! And speaking of bandwidth, hey, thank you for the segue, guys. If you enjoy the fine quality programming that you're enjoying right here on This Week in Gay, uh, your donations go to help such a plethora of things. Um, when you donate, uh, not only do you get naked pictures of me if you really, really, really want to see me uh, – I'll send them, but um, it helps to support the server costs, helps to support Pride 48, the No Agenda stream, and I also uh, anything else left over that goes to these guys for their bandwidth and various sexual reassignment surgeries. But, <laughs> but uh, seriously, if you enjoy the show and it, please consider donating uh, your donations. If everyone who was on 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 my uh, feed burner list donated to this show. Two bucks, I could retire and do this every day. So, if you're a fan, just you know, if you enjoy it, um, or if you, if you don't enjoy it and you just want to throw money our way, we'll take that as well. Please consider donating to the show. You can donations for dykes, <laughs> and we'll take we'll take dykes donating as well. So, but uh, go check out thisweekingay.com. Moving along to the next story. Uh, hey, it's in Michigan. So, guess who's going to read it? The Michigan guy himself. Yeah, that's right. Uh, from Michigan, religious exemption stripped from GOP's anti-bullying bill. Thanks to Democratic State Senator Gretchen Whitmer and a shitload, and that's the exact quote, of bad na- national publicity, the religious exemption has been stripped from the anti-bullying bill working its way through the Michigan legislature. But gay groups are still unsatisfied, as the edited version of the bill does not specifically outlaw bullying, based on sexual orientation or gender identity. 
We are grateful that this legislation moves forward forward without the license to bully based on an outrageous religious exemption. But that said, it won't be effective, says Michael Greger, a spokesman for Equality Michigan, a gay rights group in Detroit that wants vulnerable groups enumerated in the anti-bullying bill. Dawood Walid, executive director of the Michigan chapter of the Council on American Islamic Relations, agreed that enumerations would strengthen the bill, but said Muslims were still relieved that the Senate bill is likely dead. Stand by for screams of outrage from the usual nut jobs. Michigan is only one of three states with no anti-bullying law. And again, it is an election year coming up. Michigan has both houses and the governor's mansion controlled by the Republican Party. Good fucking luck on anything like that getting through. Well, I'm, I'm surprised that they got that strip, though. I was there was I mean, the amount of outrage because was it based off the kid that recently killed himself? Um, they commit suicide. Yeah, based on the, on the kid. Yeah, and I, I think you know people. People, there were some cooler heads that prevailed on that, and I will say though that um, one of the House members in Michigan's House did actually uh, get recalled during the last this the election that was held at the beginning of this this month. Oh, really? Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, there was actually a successful recall vote. Um, God, the, the recall the governor didn't. Well, yeah, the, you can, I forget what, what the criterion for doing it is for like a member of the Senate or the House. It differs but, from uh, state, state to state, actually. So I'm talking about Michigan. I'm uh, talking about Michigan. Yeah. It's possible to do it in our legislature. It was also possible to do it for the governor, but they didn't get enough. Uh, valid signatures on the petitions, and not from lack of trying either. Yeah, I, 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 we just had the uh, the recent um, strip. There was a there was something that our douchebag governor tried to strip away um, uh, the ability for government workers to um, crap brain fart. Unionize, yeah, unionize. Basically, yeah, fi- basically fight for their voice when they are in unions, and basically, um, you know, uh, what's the word? I can't think collective, of those. Collective bargain. Thank you. Collective bargaining. Yeah. So, and that was greatly overturned and voted down. And now our douchebag governor is like, of course, I'm so I'm not surprised that it was in Ohio. I mean, of all the states that are union, Ohio is one of the big ones. Of course, Michigan would probably be at a following up close or be about in the same category. Yeah, Michigan, Ohio are sort of sometimes they can be red, sometimes they can be blue, depending on what the usually. But Michigan, then a lot of Mich- but a lot of union workers are very redneck. Yeah, yeah. Although that's the thing is, yeah, even you don't take away their their ability to 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 bargain in their union. So yes, I was, that was the one issue that uh, they go liberal on. Yeah, yeah. The one time they go liberal, it was funny because I think that law also had some anti-gay rhetoric just snuck in there for no other reason, and it's just sort of like. Don't get me started on governor. He's, uh, Kasich is just such a big douchebag to begin with. But now he's like he was on the news saying, well, now I need to listen to people and actually f- listen to what the Ohio voters are saying. Like, yes, compared to all the people standing in front court on the front lawn of your courthouse trying to tell you what to not to do, you 
dick. Well, I guess I, I was fascinated by how long he was talking about uh, listening to the other people and then uh, not taking any questions or anything afterwards. So well, Of course. I mean, he's, he's just – he's got an agenda. He's just trying to be – push it through as quick as possible. But um, He said, listen, not answer questions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, sounds like our governor too. Well, yeah, but your go- – what was it your governor – your governor is a Republican now, right, David? Yes. There was mm-hmm. there was someone. There, what was the guy? The guy before was a Democrat, though, right? Yeah, it was a woman actually, but yes, Democrat. Yeah, and then there, there was something. There was something else I can't remember because my my partner's from Michigan. They always talk about uh, what's going on with their you know their elected officials and whatnot. So, but all right, anyhow. Granholm was was the previous governor. Yeah, but wasn't there something where there was like. Um, didn't the previous governor do something that was like really, really outstanding for the state, and then they were blaming blaming that on the? Uh, um, I guess uh, you know what? I'll get back to you guys on that one because I can't remember what we were talking about. And I don't want to talk out of my ass, even though I do. I, even though I do it, it was, quite often. He had done a, yeah, it was a hey. uh, angler, and he had done a major income tax cut, like point two percent. I think it was. Which doesn't sound like much. Who's playing like, music? Who's playing music know. on my show? It's a rave. Is that you, Joey? No. Who's it's playing music? <laughs> All right. No one's fessing up now. All right. We'll, we'll move on to the next story then, because we I think we beat that one to the to the to the ground. So, um, of course, it's one I got to read. Crap, and I don't have the browser window open. Um, all right, trans rights bill passes Miss Massachusetts House. Uh, last night, the Massachusetts House voted 95 to 58 to protect transgender residents from employment discrimi- discrimination. As you see below, it's not a total win, but it is something. The vote followed an hour-long debate. Lawmakers had earlier agreed to cut off the debate at 8.50 p.m., meaning many proposed amendments cannot be considered. The bill was criticized by House Republicans as unnecessary and anti-business, but was defended by supporters of all supporters as an important addition to the state's civil rights laws. The vote came two days after supporters agreed to stop agreed to drop a public accommodation section of the bill that Craig said would lead to the breakdown in privacy in restrooms, locker rooms, and other single single gender facilities. As we saw everywhere else, anti-gay Christian activists raised the specter of rapist men and dressing invading the ladies' room <laughs> after last night's vote. One said it's a victory for the safety, privacy, and modesty of women and children who expect to be safe and secure in public bathrooms and the Commonwealth. Governor Devel Patrick says he'll sign the bill if it reaches his desk. Well, let's hope it reaches his desk then. I have no clue what he just said. Can I ask a question? What bathroom are these people going to? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, first of all, if you're going into a bathroom, women usually have locks on the doors, okay? And second of all, let's stop trying marginalizing women as unable to defend themselves to begin with. Most women I know could kick a lot of men's asses. So mm-hmm. Yeah, and and here's the thing. Uh, there are public facilities right now that have what they call family restrooms where yep. male and female can go in the same time. Um, if, if this whole specter of men going in there and raping women were actually true, it would have happened by now. It would have happened in one of these family restrooms. You know, so bullshit on that. Oh, yeah. Instead, they use the table in order to prop them up so they can fuck better. 
Because <laughs> there is a changing table. Yeah, I was going to say, usually those family yeah. ones are the best ones because it's usually, if, if you walk around the regular restroom and like all the stadiums, there's the family one. And it's just a single restroom. That's the one I go in. Can I tell you, I was a couple weeks ago on my show, turned around and said to people that I was very impressed with the with the spaciousness and the cleanness of Starbucks bathrooms. And I said, everybody should go and fuck in those. And then the other day when the news came on, they were like, Starbucks bathrooms are now being locked. And I thought, oh, God, did I do this? <laughs> Joey, you ruined it for the rest of us, goddamn. All your fault. It wasn't me. It was those protester people. You and your award-winning podcast, goddammit. We haven't won shit, by the way. Yes, but you thank- have. You, you didn't see what came in today? It's best podcast in the universe. Oh, wait. No, that was last year. I'm sorry. No, that was Feast of Fun. <laughs> All right. Uh, not much more we could say about that. Brother Sinatus, you got the next story. Okay, Netherlands. Parliament moves to end refusal rights on same-sex marriage. In a move that echoes an ongoing battle in New York State, This week, the Dutch parliament voted to end an exemption which permits civil marriages, civil marriage officiators to refuse gay couples. MPs voted on Tuesday uh, afternoon for a change in the law to prevent prevent civil servants refusing to to conduct gay marriage. It is thought to be the first time the government has uh, defeated in a the government has been defeated in an important parliamentary vote. Under current legislation, registers can refuse to carry out a gay wedding if they are opposed on religious grounds. The cabinet has argued that as long as gay couples can get married in every locality, uh, opt-outs should be allowed. But opposition MPs say this is uh, institutional discrimination and want a change in the law. Although the anti-Islam PVV is sympathetic to this position, the party has been expected to uh, vote against it because of its alliance with a minority cabinet. What does Islam have to do with all this? Does anybody know? Well, I think Islam would be one of the groups that would be opposed to it. Don't give me... and so the third party that would be normally opposed to it uh, has to approve it because they're against it. Yeah. It's one of these Wait, our enemies. The anti-Islam stuff is opposed to it, or the Islamists? Let's see. The Islamists are uh, the Islamists are opposed to the uh, outlawing the exemption. Okay, and the anti ones are sympathetic to. Okay, I'm the anti yeah. are sympathetic, even though they would normally be opposed to it. Interesting. But then again, I guess if you're a civil servant and, um, you know, what's what right do you have to say anything? I mean, it's your duty to perform the uh, the ceremony. Well, what they're speaking of, because we're dealing with this in New York, is it's individuals usually who are elected individuals. Yes. Now, there's a lot of compromise because the reality is, is if you're Jewish and you need the Jewish holidays off, and, and for the most part we're off on Christian holidays in this country— or in this state, you are given that. You're allowed to do that. Well, there's people who were county clerks who said, I will not sign a gay marriage certificate. And But, you know, one of them said I wouldn't do it, and the other one said I'm going to have my uh, deputy do it, which I'm almost okay with because what that says is even though I am opposed to this, 
I at least have somebody in the proper chain to do what I can't do. But my feeling is if you are running for a position and you are elected that position and you take an oath in that position, you have to you are under the law of the land. And if you disagree with the law of the land, you have two alternatives. You can either like it or get over it. Well, wait a minute, Joey. You said a couple of weeks ago when this the thing was going in New York, and we were we had a story about someone in New York who decided that it was against. She didn't want to do it because it was against her beliefs. That you thought that that was okay that she at least said that. And I said it was okay that she said it, but I said that she also should resign her position or find someone else to do it. Correct. Okay. Because you take an oath to follow the law of the country. Oh. Or the law of the I state. I don't remember you saying that she should resign, but I'm going to go with that now because my memory's vague on this. <laughs> oh, okay. I say she should resign. There we go. Okay. That's been said. There we go. Okay. I mean, okay. if you can't, I mean, that's like if President Obama said, nope, I can't follow these laws. Well, then you know what? You, you probably shouldn't be president. Well, if you can't execute it, then leave. Well, we have more than one representative in some of these cases. So I would, I would, yeah, I, 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 I would just be like, just let someone else sign the damn document so I could get back to my lunch. <laughs> you, can't, you can't pick and choose which laws. And, and I guess this is the best way that I put it because a lot of people don't think about that. You said, there's sep- you said there's several representatives who feel that way. What if those representatives said, I really think slavery should still be allowed. I still think we should own black people. People would be like, that's crazy. Well, but in this it's the same kind of idea. It's, um, you know, that's a law. You can't do it anymore. Well, and I and I agree with you from from the standpoint that you, you sh- they should be following what the law is. But if 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 we're short on time and there's someone else just standing there that could do the, if you're at some place where you're at a marriage certificate and some religious person has an issue with something, as as long as someone else can sign the damn document, then just but you're not you're not solving the problem. Well, no, yeah. the problem you you address the problem in another way. I mean, you're going to have no, to you, not solving the problem though. Oh. I want it signed by the individual who I voted for and I elected and who's supposed to serve, who my taxes pay them in a position that they were given because they stood on the platform of, of supporting what the laws and, and doing what they're supposed I to do. I swear to God you had if a contrary they can't do it, I do not want them in office. I swear to God you had a contrary view last time we talked about this, but I can't remember. <laughs> you never know. I'm just there to fuck you up. Yeah, I know you are, which is <laughs> Which is the, the the one highlight on my show. <laughs> no, all right. Well, um, I don't know. What else could you say about that? Other, than, I, I can't argue with you on that point, unfortunately. Because you're you're you're. I'm just I'm just thinking you had a different viewpoint on this a couple weeks ago. So, but my memory could be foggy. So, Toppy Smelly's laughing his ass off at us in, this, in the chat room. <laughs> All right. On to the, the next story. Joey, actually, would you fill us in with what's going on with the California Supreme Court on issue or Proposition 8? I'm sorry. I haven't even read it. Oh. All right. Let's see. As many insiders predicted, today the California Supreme Court issued an opinion that the backers of Prop 8 should have standing to defend the measure. The question has been punted to the California court by the Federal Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, who will now take the opinion into consideration while formulating their own decision on the issue. Um, I'm sure David can expand far more on this, but the bottom line was they weren't sure they could even bring it to trial because this, the governor and this secretary, the, the attorney general of California were not pursuing this case. And now they said, yes, they can without them. 
Well, what does this usually, mean? Well, um, to have standing means that um, you can prove that somehow you were injured by whatever it was. In this case, um, yeah, Proposition 8, um, the, the people who are pro-Proposition 8 would have to somehow demonstrate that they were being injured by the incidence of same-sex marriage. And injury is obviously not necessarily physical injury, but it could be mental or whatever. You know, it, it's more like a, a tort than an actual crime kind of thing. So um, that basically, um, it, it does mean at this point that the that the law, that Proposition 8 can go to trial. You know, if you can prove standing, then you're closer to having an actual uh, case Whereas if you can't prove standing and you can't find anybody who can prove it, essentially the case is dead in the water. So there you go. I don't know where I heard this before, but can you shed light on the fact that I believe that many people have said that this is actually a great thing for to defeat Prop 8 because some of these situations are things that they've already brought up before and have been denied. And if these are denied again, it's basically building uh, precedent against these allegations. Is that correct? Well, yes and no. I mean, a ruling can certainly serve as a legal precedent unless the California Supreme Court, or actually in this case it would be the the U.S. Supreme Court, declared that that decision stood alone and would not be considered a precedent. Which is the last Uh, time that I remember seeing that was Bush versus Gore. Right, right. They said that ruling was basically a ruling that stood on its own and was not to be considered as a legal precedent, uh, which, you know, was anyway, I don't want to get into how weird that ruling was. Is, it, is that <laughs> but, uh, frequent, though, with the Supreme Court that they make non-precedent cases? Um, I think it's something where it had to be very regionalized, whatever it was, something that... Um, yeah, it had to be something that was a very regional type of decision, something that had a very limited scope, or it could be just a case that the justices, for whatever reason, mostly because you know they have a, um, a right-wing nut job uh, as their chief justice right now, would decide that he didn't want that to apply elsewhere. You know, so um, is, it, is that decision made by one person? I. It's made by, uh, well, the opinions are usually written by at least one justice. And, and then the all the justices can actually write an opinion or they can join to an opinion with which they agree. Gotcha. Um, that happens. You know, once, they've, once they've ruled, there's usually a vote for whoever writes the majority opinion and whoever writes the minority opinion. But any other justices can write opinions or, like I said, join to the opinion, depending on how things go. So there you go. And that's best I can remember from all that. And that's your quality and definitive legis- le- legal advice presented to you here, folks. On this no, 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 no. <laughs> what I not constitute legal advice. I know. I love, I love making you. You're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> well, Anthony, you can get sued for that. You're, nobody's going to sue you for a podcast. Relax. Well, I'm a you doctor. Don't know some of these people who listen, do you? Yeah, if somebody's going to sue, if anybody's going to get sued, it's going to be me. And quite honestly, you can yeah. take the house. Some of those 
It's going to be some of those nut jobs you have in Ohio that are going to do that. So what's going to happen? Well, there are nut jobs here in Ohio, but quite honestly, if they really exactly. want my house, they can take it. <laughs> if you're as broke as I am, you're judgment proof. Yeah. Well, yeah. They can have my debt. Yeah, they can. They can take whatever they want from me. But I, I understand what you're saying. But to, it, the advice here in a, this weekend, gay, is not constitute actual legal advice. There, I covered you. There, thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, we're wrapping up here. Uh, this is next week is going to be the last show of the season, folks, because the next three Sundays I'm out of town. So uh, please join us for the season finale of this week in gay. Next set. No, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm hearing an echo myself. I'm sorry. Um, next Sunday we. All right. Who's giving me an echo? God damn it. God damn it. Skype. I think that's Skype because I was getting the same thing earlier. All right, who's giving me an echo? All right, figures it's it's probably Skype. Uh, but anyhow, so figures right at the end of the show too. It it starts acting up. Um, but before we go, let's go around and give everybody a moment to plug what they want to plug. So let's start first with Mister Brother Sinatus. Well, join me on Audioboo and uh, Twitter and uh, Google Plus and. We'll have some fun. And wrapping paper? Yeah. <laughs> what are you wrapping? No, I'm just balancing my checkbook while I do this. Oh, okay. Well, wow. <laughs> you can you can do a podcast and balance your checkbook now. That's talent. Holy cow. All right. Uh, next in line, we have uh, Mr. Terminally Single Tim, if you would, please, sir. How do you actually podcast last week? actually put it out. Yesterday, the day before, first time in like two months. Woohoo! I had Melanie from Don't Quit Your Day Job and Stevie B. So, and that's at termleaksinglepodcast.com. And thank you for waiting for November to be starting to put things back out again. Oh, I got behind on uh, Big Fatty and Andy Vera, and that just sort of like, I was like, why podcast? <laughs> and it's, it, it, let me tell you, it's not that hard to get behind it, Big Fatty and Auntie Vera. And, I, and I'm very happy when Auntie Vera has no show that week when she drops one day. I'm like, yes! <laughs> it's like, She's I love you, but, but it's good. It's all good. You know you don't have to listen to every show. You can skip a show if you don't want to listen. Oh, I'll listen to it. I skip a lot of podcasts. In fact, I don't even listen at all. <laughs> I know all the time. All right. Uh, Mr. Cocktails and Cream Puffs himself. Well, that says it all. I'm Joey, and I'm at cocktailsandcreampuffs.com. Check us out. All right. And then last but not least, JT dropped off and never reappeared. That's him and his terrible internet connection. But uh, last but not least, Mr. Blue Jeans guy, not a legal advice guy himself. Yes. Uh, podcast is thatbluejeansguy.com. What I'm going to plug is a documentary that's trying to be made right now uh, called Acceptable Limits. Uh, it's about the hometown that I grew up in, Irwin, Tennessee. Uh, basically, think Silkwood, only worse. Um, and it's basically a major cover-up. And you got a couple of documentarians trying to blow the lid off the whole thing. Go to AcceptableLimitsTheMovie.com. And uh, also check out, they are being funded, they're being crowdfunded by Kickstarter, and they have until uh, December 27th to raise, I think it's $15,000, um, or obviously all the money comes back. So please um, 
do your part to help this this effort out. Thanks. All right. Thank you very much, David. And that's uh, it for this week, folks. This is Anthony. And you know me from Shantino Women, various other shows. So uh, thank you. And we'll see you next time on This Week in Gates. Stay tuned for Country Boy West and his podcast coming up next on Pride 48. Bye-bye. And I say bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, unfortunately. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Why aren't you dead yet? Oh, right. Uh-huh. It's only Sunday. Can you? Um, feedback. Somebody's got echo. Echo now? Do you have echo now? Okay. How about me? Uh, you sound good, David. Why, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I can't get that low. What's the lowest note you can hit, David? Uh, I've never actually, <clears throat> excuse me, I never actually tried it with a tuner, but pretty. You do a very well. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, you very Give me a little bit of Barry White. That's right, baby. Give me some of that sweet something, something. <laughs> sweet something, something. Yes, yes, because every Barry White song it was called Sweet Something, something. <laughs> uh, uh, you know. All right, join the chat room. Pick your stories. Let's get this thing on a roll, or something like that. Uh, let me stay here. Pride 48 chat room, I take it. That's correct. Hey, Tim. Howdy. Got uh, Do you have access to the Google Doc? Uh, um, about now. Say that, say that again. Hello? Said so I'm looking that up now. Okay. I'm here. Yeah, everybody kill your I'm bandwidth if you got something in the background. Okay, JT's in the chat room. Uh, somebody want to tweet or twat that we're in the chat room and going live? Oh, actually, Pride48 did it for us. Awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. I wonder if, uh, wonder who did that or if that's automatic. It's a little too fancy. I don't think it's automatic. Yeah. I don't know. Somebody, uh, I don't know. I wonder if that's automated at this point. So I think if you do a, you do the tag, it automatically tweets it. I think. Yeah. I'll have to ask Arthur how he's doing that. 
Okay, um, so we got the chat room, got the Google. So yeah, everybody go in, your, in the Google Doc and pick a stories that you want to read and put, just put your do dash and then your name right next to them. Joey, how was the concert last week? Cool. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, it was actually really cool. <laughs> um, are we live on the stream? Yes, we are. I kind of mentioned this before on my show, but the first act I was when I we walked in there. Oh my god, I can't even tell you. There were like nitrous oxide balloons and, <laughs> and drugs everywhere, but it was also the most comfortable environment. Like I felt safe. And the food was great. I didn't eat any of it, but it smelled great. And it was like all these people were all about love and no BS and stuff. So the whole, so the minute the lights went down in like the FN Center, which is the first Niagara Center, which is the hockey place, um, all of a sudden all these lighters light up and people are sparking up everywhere. <laughs> like there are clouds of pot smoke everywhere throughout the whole place. I was like, I'm gonna get a contact buzz. Well, in the second act, somebody passed me one, and I was like, Well, gotta make up for lost time. And, um, the best thing I can tell you, so I took two huge kits on what I thought would just be basic pot. And it was primo quality. <laughs> I was baked the whole second act to the point where I was like, I have to close my eyes because I can't look at this. And, I, and then I was like, I need to get up. I need to get up. I need to walk. I can't walk. Oh, God, this is why potheads are so lazy. Like, I thought I was going to explode. And then I was totally into the psychedelic music. And I got it. And the lights. And, oh, I can't even tell you. I went through so many feelings. I thought I was, like, tripping on acid. Now, did which you have I was awesome not. sex that night when you got home? No, I was like to the point where when I got home, I was still going, you're safe. You're on your couch. You're safe. <laughs> oh, well, I'm glad that turned out. So, so now, so did you talk about that in your show? I did. Okay, I'm going to have to listen to this week's show. Because when I did it, I was using this voice because that's how I felt. <laughs> and behind me, it was like I was in this different world. Oh, God, it was it was fun. It was really fun. I did enjoy it. Good. All right. Does everybody? Is everyone? No one's. Is it me or is no one putting their their tips in for the stories? On mine, it doesn't show anybody taking their things. Did anybody take one? Yeah. Oh, I see. Br for brother. Yeah. Brother is already put in. I'll take anything. We'll go and take some. Wow, what was that? Yeah, is your phone nearby you? Brother? It's another episode it's of no. In Space. <laughs> <laughs> like somebody's DSL filter went out. Yeah, something. That was that was odd. <laughs> All right, yeah, everybody go into the Google document. Just pick a story that you want to read. Pick one or two. <laughs> Let's see. Do dash and then your name next to it. Does everybody have access to the Google document? No. Who doesn't? Tim. Tim, Tim do you need invite? I believe so. Oh. Hey, baby, you want to see my Google document? <laughs> What's your email address, Tim? Um, Who said that? That's JT. Uh, yes, I do. Uh, <laughs> there are terms involved. <laughs> 
term single at Gmail. Single at Gmail. Okay. You sound like razor blade depressed today. Are you okay? No, Google's about to get their ass kicked because they couldn't sign into my account. Uh, okay. It says term single at gmail.com? Yeah. Okay, I sent it to you. There we go. Yay. Okay. Can we just change this show to be Joe My God online? <laughs> Is that the only place you're getting articles no, from? No, no, no. I'm getting from Pink News, too, and, and, and occasionally some other places. But I used to love 365, but it's gone now. Yeah, I mean, th- literally... Anybody know what happened to that? There, there, was, there was the other... Someone recommended Pam's Coffee House, too, but good God, her articles are like five pages long. And, well, I, just, and I just need a synopsis for for stuff to talk about so i i ditched going there so okay got jt it's time to play the music it's time to light the light it's time to get this show started on the muppet show tonight i'm so excited i'm taking my niece to go see the muppets Fuck that. I don't need a kid dragging me down i love them <laughs> no it's my niece's first movie ah ah I like that new rap star pig that they have on the show. <laughs> now you're saying maka burka 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 bar. Oh, I used to love him. Burka 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 burka. Derby 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 burka burka. Now we're taking chicken chicken I have all those DVDs. Every year I get a new one for Christmas. Oh, I love the Muppets. Yeah, well, everybody loves that. Who doesn't love the Muppets? Well, you know, they... uh, Communists. Right. (laughs) How about Fraggle Rock? Oh, I'm Fraggle Rock generation. I remember when it came. Oh, I died when my parents canceled HBO. (laughs) Yeah, it was like, what is this HBO in this... I bet to get back at them, you became gay. (laughs) Of course, that's the only reason I'm gay, is because of Fraggle Rock. See, this is all because of you. You canceled HBO. <laughs> I know I wants to talk about the trans rights bill passing the Massachusetts House. Does anyone know a trans person? I don't. Well, we can still talk about it. Yeah, but talk- who does? That they should be the person that talks about it. Talk about what? Who, huh? All right, I'll talk about it. I know a trans person, my cousin. Uh, Okay. I can take another story if I need yeah, to. Yeah, take another story. We got two more. We got the... Whoops. How did that get in there? Hold on. That shouldn't what? be in there. That's totally unrelated. I hate when things get in places they shouldn't yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. It can be very the, painful. Uh, who wants to take the California Supreme Court stuff? I'll do it. I have nothing to say about it, so I'll do it. Well, I don't even... I, I need some clarification. Does anybody know what's going... Well, if anybody knows what's going on with that, speak up, because I'm... Some I'm, of it, yeah, so... Yeah. Okay. I'm sure David knows more than I, but he'll be able to make me sound intelligent. <laughs> David makes us all sound really stupid because he's so smart. <laughs> True that. Um, thanks. Are you guys ready? Sure. Ready to get the show sure. on the road? <laughs> 